clap it 45. Hello everyone, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. And on this week's episode, we are finally going to spend an entire episode talking about our most frequently mentioned K-pop artist. 1-0. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, at some point we would have brought him up and we bring him up in every episode. It's actually more rare that we don't talk about him. And even honest. when we don't. Usually, like, we end the recording and we're like, wait, we didn't mention one. <laughs> we do. So even if he doesn't get mentioned on the recording, he's mentioned every recording session. That's for sure. Yes. I don't I don't think that there's any possible way to not mention him because he's literally just exists in my brain 24-7, mm-hmm. 365. Exactly. Which... Living rent free. Which is not fair because he should be paying rent for how Listen, often. He needs to chip in because <laughs> we're, I, we're going through it and uh, rent's expensive. So. I deserve payment for every time I've woken up on a Sunday and open Instagram and just get slapped in the face with him being double cheeked up on a Sunday morning. Like Exactly. I deserve payment <laughs> for the... Pain and suffering that I willingly suffer, by the way. Like, oh, I'm yeah. not mad about it. I just think I deserve payment for my mental health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, um, before we talk more about Wano, uh, it's been a bit. I was mm-hmm. gone. Um, you did two whole episodes without me. I did. I'm so proud that I did that second one because I was really like, no, nah, I could take a break. I can't. <laughs> I was surprised you did too, to be honest. Well, you know what? There was so much that came out while you were gone. It literally, like, it got to a point where I was overwhelmed. Like, I even said on my last episode in the recording, I hit a point with YouTube where I kept adding things to my save to watch later. And I would sit there and watch it for like four hours straight. And somehow there would still always be 30 videos in my save to watch later. And I just couldn't clear it because there was so much content and it was like, it it got to a point where I had to shut off YouTube and like not watch it for like the rest of the day because it was too much. Um, But I had a lot of feelings on a lot of uh, music that came out. And so I threw up a poll and someone recommended two out of the ones that I'd wanted to talk about anyway. And I figured, why not? So (laughs) it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I was only gone for like, how long was I gone? Like a little nine under days? two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I was only gone for like nine days. And, and I swear to God, like 10 albums came out. So much came <laughs> out. I was like, I, I'm not even caught up on on what I missed. Like I have, I put a bunch of stuff in my uh, watch later list, which I need to watch. Like I haven't even watched. Like, I haven't watched the music video for Becco. I haven't watched any of the live performances for Stray Kids. I didn't even watch the music video for The Bros or Wii. Like, all this stuff came out in, like, the span of nine days when I was in a different country. And I was like, how am I supposed to catch up? No, honestly, like, I was, I'm telling you, I was watching it for hours. And I feel like I'm still only just now caught up. But, like, 
tomorrow I'll wake up and there'll be another whole thing of videos to watch. Oh my god, it's too much. Too much. But, you know, it's been fun too. Okay. Well, how's your week been? <laughs> uh, so... I, you know, I've kind of already talked on the last two episodes, just I quickly like over the stuff that's gone, come out. Um, but in terms of like this week, uh, one video I really liked that I think you might like as well. Uh, Eugen from La Seraphim did a uh, episode on Lee Mujin's service where she, it's basically like a show where they just sit there and they sing mm-hmm. like live, like a, a bunch of songs while interviewing. And one of the songs that she sang was Think of Me from Phantom of the Opera because she's a trained opera singer, if you didn't know. <laughs> so she Stop. went she went from like singing like the La Seraphim song and then she sang like, I forget what other song she sang, but then he goes, so you're trained, like you're a trained opera singer. Um, could you sing us something? And she's like, sure. And so she just starts singing this in like a very, you know, operatic style and he's just sitting there with his mouth his mouth just open like (laughs) stop it i love phantom he's like i would have never thought that you could like like you could sound like that you know because her her voice for la seraphim is obviously very different it's a completely different style of singing Mm -hmm. um but she killed it she did a really good job and she just sang it right there and then like um and then she also covered with him because the part of the show is that they do a duet um they covered our summer by txt and it was so good okay because you got the you know male female voice duo going on and it's really really good Mm -hmm. so i very much enjoyed that um mamamoo dropped a second music video for one of their three songs (laughs) I'm hoping they get a third music video, but I feel like that'd be asking for too much <laughs> um, for their song, One, Two, Three, Oi. And it was a- amazing, as always. It's just basically Mamamoo having fun and being dorky and drinking shots at a table outside of a restaurant and then running away. And you're just like, yeah, that's what I needed. Thank you. <laughs> um, Itzy came out with an English single that kind of came out of nowhere. It was a announced i swear like less than a week ago and they were like yeah pre-release english single and i'm like pre-release for what like you haven't even told us that you're coming out with me um and it's called boys like you and i I will admit it's it's on the cringe level similar to sneakers but like you also know that i love sneakers so like while the lyrics are are a bit kids boppy uh, I still like the video. I still like Itzy and it is catchy and I do get it in my head and the video is very well filmed and a lot of fun. Um, it, it's kind of something, at least like the way that it's filmed, it's very different for Itzy. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like people have very mixed thoughts on it <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's completely understandable. If you didn't like sneakers, you won't like the song, <laughs> but if you did like sneakers, you'll like this song. So, um, Mama Moo also did an It's Live. It's Live had they. It's like a more expanded show, so it's almost like a live show, and they fill the there's like an audience where they normally film, which I didn't know that they had built that because I always thought it was just an empty space. Uh huh. Um. 
So they have like an audience that they performed for and they did like a whole show. So like they performed like four or five songs. They chatted with the audience and it was like a whole like 45 minute um, show for It's Live. And then obviously you get the clipped out performances separately. Uh, But it was a lot of fun. It was fun to just see them interact with their fans because it was the first time like all four of them had kind of like really performed in that way closely with the fans and and they hadn't heard like the song hadn't been released yet when they were filming it so they were like uh so like you guys don't know the fan chance because we don't have a fan chance yet um so just you know just improvise <laughs> oh my god and then they sang it and then they were like so why didn't you improvise you you didn't <laughs> and they're like we're kidding we're kidding you did great you did <laughs> um but they just had a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to watch. And then something that I knew was going to be great. I-, I knew it was. There's no there's no way it wasn't going to be great. Um, but it was even better than I expected. And that was Jin on Young Ji's Nothing Much Prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, it's blowing up big time. Like, it was trending all over ARMY Twitter big time. Um, ob- for obvious reasons. But it was funny as shit. Like, <laughs> she, I don't know if you watched it. I haven't watched it yet. Um, But she got so drunk because they were drinking, what was it, like 58% proof alcohol? Jesus. Like, it was, it was strong shit. Um, she got so drunk that she was like, I need to go to the bathroom. And then she just never came back because she fell asleep <laughs> And so Jin had to close the show because she was passed out. <laughs> so he's like, he was like, well, I guess I got to close this out. Um, And he like switched seats to where she was sitting and he does like a whole outro. <laughs> and you can tell he's drunk. Like, of course, like he was, his eyes were barely open. Like he was, like, he was like doing his best and then he just dipped. <laughs> it was hilarious it was very very funny um and like you know how Jin is very shy around people he doesn't know you know Uh he's obviously very goofy and silly around people he knows but he's very um just very shy around strangers so at first he was very just like polite and she kept you know, wanting to stand and he's, he kept standing because she was standing and he's like, can you please sit down? My legs are sore. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, you can sit. I just tend to stand. And he's like, right, but I tend to match people. And so when you stand, I want to stand. (laughs) So the, the drunker he got, the like, more himself he got. So like, he started like yelling at her for like, you know, stuff. Like, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I haven't laughed like that in a very long time. It was just crazy. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. It was great. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's like been a ton of stuff that I've watched, but to me, those are definitely highlights. Um, yeah. How about you, Katie? Well, I was in India for a week. That's where I was. Yeah, I didn't want to drop your location. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I went to Bangalore, India, which was incredibly far. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it is 15 and a half hours to Dubai and then another three and a half to Bangalore from there. And then coming home, it's four hours to Dubai and 16 hours to come home it is awful. Absolutely yeah. awful. Experience. I was, I was texting you when you were getting on the plane, went to bed and then was texting you while you had like two hours left on your flight. Oh yeah. Um yeah, while well, I was trying not to have like a full on like panic attack from being in a closed space. I know. I, 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 like I fell asleep I at the wrong time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. I ended up switching seats with my coworker who was on my flight home cuz she was in the aisle and I was in the window and I just like couldn't handle it anymore. Don't blame you. Um and that's what happens when you've been on like zero sleep and then like Going through multiple time zones was just wild. I went for work. That's why I was there. I didn't just like go because. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, you my went there for fun. But... My work sent me. Um, it was an experience. Um, I've never been to a place like India before. So um, I enjoyed the food. Uh, can't handle spicy food. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle Indian spicy food specifically. True. Um. Because the food in southern India is very spicy. And then there's, like, other mm. states within that area that are, like, even spicier than the food that I had. Oh, wow. Um, northern India is where I, I live with the food. Not spicy. Gotcha. <laughs> we even had somebody from, like, on our trip that was from India. Like, mm. he grew up in northern, in northeastern India. And he couldn't even handle the food in Bangalore. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which was hilarious because one of our, like, one of the people that we were, like, spending time with while we were there at the office, he was just roasting the crap <laughs> out of him for not being able to handle spicy food. It was hilarious. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, it was worth the trip to listen to him roast <laughs> Um, but besides all of that, I did listen to Becco's album. Freaking love it. Haven't seen the music video yet. I mean, it's but... Becco. Like, you know, it's, it's hot. <laughs> oh my God. Festival in my car, which is like the first song on the album is phenomenal. <laughs> Ooh, nice. And love burn. Like every single song is super good. I was like, why is Becco trying to come in here for Vine for album of the year? Just like halfway, three quarters of the way through the year. I mean, it makes sense. He is like the producer and songwriter of the group, so makes and sense. And my my bias, like, yes. damn, his performances um, were good too. You should watch those. Don't know if I'm mentally prepared <laughs> for that, um, but I got all my Stray Kids albums, which were waiting here when I got home from India. Pulled some, had some great pulls. Got the coveted Banchan sweater. Mm-hmm. No shirt card, which I think is, don't know where that luck came from. I'll never have that kind of luck ever again. It's a good card. I had said to you, like, what, a couple of days before, I was like, this is the card you need to pull. Mm-hmm. And that was, I got double Banchan in that album. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Two very different types of cards. Yes. <laughs> um, But I love it. I love the whole album. It's super good. I did watch the music videos for Superboard and Chill. And I was like, what I texted, I texted Mimi and Dean. I was like, I live here now in the Chill music video. I was like, this is where I live. (laughs) 
I can't. I can't. Why is Lino trying to be the old, old bias? Because he is now. Apparently. He's <laughs> been trying for that spot for years. He, it's his. He can have it. Um, I listened to the Roses album. Man, I love them, but like every single album is just nothing but like deep cut emotions. And I was like, I can't handle this today. Sour was great. Sour was yeah. Great. I need to watch the music video still. And I, now I have to do like concert prep because I'm seeing them next month. I also totally forgot that I'm seeing ATs in like two weeks. Oh, yeah. I realized that last night while we were standing in line. And I was like, Mimi, I was like, we're literally seeing ATs in two weeks. Don't tell them that we're here. Like, Hong Jun's <laughs> going to get mad. <laughs> but yeah. And I'm still debating back and forth whether or not I want to go to the first day because i'm going to day two mm. but day one is hunjun's birthday oh that would be so a good I, one to go to am i buy a ticket um listen to the Dreamcatcher album freaking <laughs> loved it it was yeah. so good yeah i haven't watched the music video yet obviously but it was phenomenal Ooh, it's good it's also good <laughs> yeah i bet the album is really really good i loved it so much i love Dreamcatcher, and then sulky's album was very very good too hell yeah um, we, I didn't even know they were dropping a new album, but they did. It was also super great. Yeah. Um, and then last night I went to the Omega X concert in Los Angeles. Um, they were phenomenal. It was the first time I've ever done VIP for a concert. Um, so I got to do sound check, which was super fun. Um, they were fantastic. They played, uh, the, uh, Love Me Like English version, which was very good. Um, and then they did Vamos for soundcheck. Um, and then we watched the, the concert. The concert was super good. They are incredibly, like, phenomenal performers. I walked in with one bias, left with four. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Didn't, <laughs> didn't expect to pick up a couple of <laughs> biases on the way out. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. My new biases are Jaehyun, which I already had from before with one right. one team, um, but picked up Weechen, <laughs> Hyuk, and Jaehan. Okay. Picked picked up those three. It was funny because I was sitting there with like Mimi during sound check, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Who?" I was like, "Who's the guy in the black, the jean jacket, the all black?" And she was like, "Oh, that's Jaehan." I was like, "Damn." And I was like, who who's the one with the pants? That guy. Who's that guy? She's like, that's Hyuk. I'm all like, damn. Who's who's that one? <laughs> with the with the hair. And she's like, oh, that's Weechan. And I was like, didn't know I was gonna pick up three additional biases, but I did. Exactly. But overall, they did a phenomenal job. There's other stuff that's happened with Mon- with Omega X, which we'll just talk about in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so moving on to this week in K-pop, it's been a little rough. So we're going to start with like the rough stuff that's happened and then go into some other stuff. So it's been officially announced that BTS is going to be enlisting. I'm sure everybody has heard at this point. The first member that will enlist will be Jin at the end of this month. So like literally less than two weeks, um, less than a week, actually. Uh, after his new single Astronaut comes out, which he's doing, it's like a collab with Coldplay. Um, and then BTS as a group, 
like will officially be on hiatus until about 2025. Mm-hmm. So like the other members are going to keep doing their solo stuff until they themselves enlist, um, yes. which will probably be over the next year. So we probably won't see a full BTS group together until 2025. Also, I was reading through their closing ments from yet to come in Busan mm-hmm. and RM was like, I cut my hair. And he was talking about how, like, wouldn't I look great with, like, shorter hair or the other members look great with shorter hair? And I was like, are you telling me that he was literally talking about the military, like, thing before it was even announced? I believe it. I believe it. I'm sure they had that decision kind of made. Oh, they already knew. They were just waiting until after the show was over. Exactly. Um, I kind of figured there was there were some parts where things that they said and. Yeah. you know whatever i was kind of like trust mm. us like the what hobie was saying like you should trust yeah. us don't worry about it like believe in us like yeah rm was also like um going hard on certain lyrics and uh oh yeah people were like hmm that feels real personal <laughs> um yeah bts yeah, we're, we're obviously sad about it, but we also know that this was coming, and yeah, I mean they're they're not gone forever. No, well, I mean to be honest, looking forward to them picks in the military uniform. True, but also thinking about how much of a crime it's going to be when they cut Yungi's hair. <laughs> I be know. So angry. <laughs> I think that's why they've all been kind of growing theirs out because they probably know that that's coming. I'm still mad about it. Yeah. No, I am too, definitely. Um, this is peak Yoongi hair era. It I is feel, like... I feel personally so attacked by the astronaut. Um, oh, yeah. Just the concept is very much my thing. <laughs> now my astronaut tattoo is, uh, is quite relevant. <laughs> okay, and then... So it was also not announced, but apparently uh, two members of La Seraphim, uh, Chewan and Yujin, were involved in a minor car accident and got minor injuries. So their scheduled activities have been canceled for the time being. I think they're um, already back, though, because okay. they just did Inkigayo today. Okay. I hope they're fine, though. Like, they're feeling okay. Yeah, but these car accidents have been happening way too frequently. Like a lot, yeah. And a lot of times they keep happening like the day, either the day they come back or the day that they have like or a day or two into promotions. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> um, SM Entertainment issued a statement regarding the cancellation of Taeyeon's, um performance at Camp LA 2022. Obviously, several other companies have also released statements was, regarding the cancellation of performances because... I was going like, to say, it was more than Taeyeon, for sure. No, no, no. That was the most recent one. Sorry. Yeah. Because yeah. Starship released one even before Camp mentioned that Monster X wouldn't be performing. Starship was tired of waiting, and they even said that in their statement. Yeah. Um, that the Visa stuff didn't go through, so half of the performances that were supposed to be at Camp LA got like canceled it was like it was like camp it was like k-pop fire fest yeah people were calling it um campfire campfire Mm -hmm. the the videos were were 
like the stadium was, I think, only a third of the way filled, which is embarrassing. But um, even when the artists were trying to make the most of it and obviously perform the hell out of what, you know, time they had, uh, there were mic issues. They were playing the wrong songs. Like there oh, were yeah. clips of Chunga who was like starting to perform one song and then a and then a different song would play and so she was like all right and then so she just went and, and like did the choreo for that song like obviously they handled it like professionals but it's just so crappy the whole the whole situation was just terrible also i heard that the people who spent like two thousand dollars on meet and greet tickets their meet and greet was like them like 20 feet from the artist Waving. Standing behind a barricade waving. And I was like, I could do that at the concert. Like <laughs> literally. You could probably get closer at the concert. <laughs> yeah. It was it was really bad. It was. Um, and then uh in reference to like I saw Omega X last night, but this morning when I woke up, there were tons of articles regarding abuse allegations at the hands of the CEO. And potentially other higher executives within Spire Entertainment um, after some information that was released. And this is not the first time because there is already documented information out saying that the uh, members of Omega X were being vocally, like, abused, being screamed at, yelled at in public. Like, it happened oh, in yeah. the airport in Chile where, like, bystanders stepped in. There's been more information that was released that the same kind of thing was happening at a hotel while on their tour where other people had to step in mm-hmm. and stuff. And apparently there was some information that was, like, really saying that there was more of that kind of thing, which also included potential physical abuse, too, released in uh, after the L.A. show. Um Spire has since released in a statement saying that the uh, video that was released this morning was old, but that doesn't make it okay. Like, no. whatever whatever is going on is 100% beyond not okay. Yeah. I mean, to no offense, but to be like, oh, oh no, it's old. that video of us abusing them wasn't last night. It was a month ago. So it's fine. <laughs> it's like, uh, um, no. not really. <laughs> So there's a hashtag going around, Protect Omega X, that's, like, trending. There's other people – there's tons of people talking about it. People who Mm -hmm. are not part of the fandom, who don't follow this group, are getting involved. So Mm -hmm. if you want more information about this, just look up the hashtag to see um, all of the, like, the threads regarding the situation. Because a lot of this stuff is documented and been seen by fans – by just regular people just seeing it because it's all been very public. Mm-hmm. So whether or not it's at the hands of their CEO or, a, or executive or it was somebody that was part of MC Entertainment that was handling their tour before, it doesn't matter. This kind of like stuff should not be happening. No. It's insane. I'm really angry about the whole thing because... Mm-hmm. Some of their statements last night sounded like a cry for help. Like, yeah, which that in itself is so is bad. scary. Yeah, it's so scary. And they were talking about how tired they were and how they weren't sure if they were going to make it to this performance. Some of them said one of them said that they were showering at venues and sleeping in the car, which is just unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this mistreatment? No kidding. Like, they're people. Like, they're human beings. Like, they should not be treated this way. 
No, because then it just feels like they're just, you know, trying to grab money from fans. Yeah. And that's just wrong. And, like, this, these these guys went through so much with their previous companies. And then their groups disbanded. And then this is, like, their second opportunity. So for mm-hmm. them to get treated like shit, no. It's really terrible, yeah. It's awful. So I encourage people to go look it up. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just check it out. Everything is there. It's all over social media. Yeah. In fact, maybe we'll retweet the thread, what are one of the threads on our Twitter if you want to go find it there. Yeah, we can post some of the articles that have been written about it and then some of the threads that lay out all of the information mm-hmm. um, that's been put together by 4X's, the fans. Mm-hmm. Anyways, moving on to something happier. We're almost an hour. In. We're getting way into this show without having talked about one at all. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Um, so uh, TVXQ's Chumman uh, has become a father of a healthy baby boy. So congratulations to him and mm-hmm. the mother of his child. Uh, New Jeans announced that they are set to make a comeback in early December, which is exciting. Um, DKZ earned their very first ever music award on SBS's M The Show, which is super exciting if you see who they beat. Kepler and Dreamcatcher. Oh, dang, yeah. So That's it's phenomenal. Very excited for them. They did their, they've been working very hard over the years and have worked very hard for this mm-hmm. achievement. So congratulations to them and to their fans. Um, Idol has a spe- has surpassed 1 million lifetime copies sold on Hunto, which is their very first time. So they're now a new addition to the million sellers. Yeah, they've done quite well with their recent comeback mm-hmm. um, in terms of like numbers. Yeah. So congratulations to them. Uh, Kara is releasing a 15th anniversary album called Move Again at the end of November. Uh, concept photos for Jin's single album have released have been released he is our uh he is our moon and we are his earth and now he's jupiter or something he's like a whole solar system he's holding yeah he was holding jupiter in a photo i already got one of the photos as my wallpaper oh my god (laughs) i had to change my photo to my cat um for the concert because i thought i was going to get a selfie with one of the members from omega x so i didn't want to have that moment where i had to explain like why unu was my background (laughs) fair enough (laughs) so i changed it to my cat um I wasn't the only person there, but people panicked changing their backgrounds oh, like okay. in the line. It was actually kind of funny. That is funny. Um, uh, Chen from XO is releasing his third mini album called Last Scene. So that's going to come up probably early uh, November. Uh, 80s, happy fourth anniversary. Been there since the beginning. Love you. Can't wait it's to see crazy. you in two weeks. It's four years. I know. It's wild that it's already been that long. Um, Extinary Heroes didn't realize they were releasing a new album, but I guess they're releasing their second mini album called Overloaded early next month. Can't wait. Loved the first mini album. It was so freaking good. Mm-hmm. S- still bumping to Strawberry Cake. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> love that song. Um, Victon also announced that they're releasing their eighth mini album called Choice in early November. So congratulations to them they've been through a rough patch currently one of their members is in the military one of their members just left the group because he's an idiot (laughs) don't get mad at me for that i'm just saying like he got a dui like what is wrong with you exactly um lee 
Chenyuk of Akmu made his solo debut, so congratulations to him. I haven't watched his video or listened to the song yet, but I'm sure it's fantastic. Uh, Highlight uh, will be releasing their fourth mini album called After Sunset. Can't wait for that. Love Highlight. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Kim Jong-hyun is releasing his first mini album called... uh, Meridium, and I was like, "Who is this?" Because he looked really familiar. And then that's when I realized that that is the artist formerly known as Jr., who was part of Newest. Ah. So he will be the second member um, from Newest that will be making their solo debut. Watch the video for it. It's gonna be dark and sexy. Oh, okay. All right. I'm here for it. Um, Trends is going to be releasing their first single album called Blue Set Chapter Unknown Code. And then Unite is releasing their third mini album on October 31st. Kihyun's second solo album, Youth, is I think is coming out this week. Um, and then unbeknownst to me, just randomly, uh, Mew uh, Sipaset from, he's a, a Thai actor. Mm. Um, he did a song with Suo. From EXO oh, called okay. Turn Off the Alarm. And we, we saw he's done songs with other other Korean artists before, too. Mew is real cute. He was part of he was one half of Tharn type. I mean, it's hot. Oh, Just okay. that other. But anyways, probably an amazing song. Haven't listened to it yet. But anyways, that was stressful. Now we're moving on to something else that's just as stressful, which is one <laughs> <laughs> always stressing us out in the best He's, way he stresses me out in the best way so uh lee hosuk um better known by his stage name wano is a south korean soloist under highline entertainment i'm gonna get the hard part out of the way so we don't have to worry about this stuff and then we can just move on to all of the sexy goodness that is Solo Wano. Uh, prior to becoming a solo artist, Wano had debuted under Starship Entertainment as a member of Monster X. It was announced on October 31st, 2019 that Wano would be leaving Monster X. At the time, there were allegations of marijuana use and then owing a friend money. And it was pretty bad. So mm-hmm. these allegations were malicious and untrue, which we all know the entire time. It was stupid that he had to leave the group, but he was super worried about destroying the reputation of Monster X, so he made the decision to leave the group. <sighs> Still angry about it. I'm never going to let it go. It's fine. Um, it was right in the middle of follow promotions, which is why I can't listen to that album without feeling tons of emotions. Mm-hmm. After months of campaigns by Mombebe's, and after an official investigation by the Seoul Metropolitan Police Agency, their narcotics division, and then a different division, Wano was officially cleared of all allegations and the rumors were proven false on March 14th of 2020. The people responsible for these allegations and rumors have since been found guilty for their actions and have been sentenced to jail time. Damn straight. That's right. We talked more about this in our Monster X episode if anybody wants to go back and listen to that. True. Um, I got a lot of pent up rage regarding the mistreatment of Wano. <laughs> I know. I think he's the one K-pop artist that I feel most overly protective over and I was like you can say bad stuff about anybody but don't you touch. <laughs> don't you touch him. Yeah. So following all of that 
On April 10th of 2020, it was announced that 1.0 would be debuting as a solo artist under Highline Entertainment, which is a subsidiary of Starship Entertainment, and 1.0 would be promoted as a solo artist and producer moving forward. Um, he didn't lose any of his producing credit for all of the Monster X songs because he helped write and compose and produce a lot of their music. Mm-hmm. Um, then on, on August 9th, 1.0 announced that he would be releasing his first solo EP, Love Cinnamon, Cinnamon, <laughs> Cinnamon, Part 1, Write For Me. And on August 14th, he released a pre-release English language single called Losing You. I'm still traumatized <laughs> from that. And we did a whole episode on that when it right when it came out. Yes, because I remember... There were two things that came out on that day. It was something from Super M, right? I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that it the was, day? I think it was. Because oh we both... Gosh. Because I watched Losing You first and was just full of body sobbing. And you were like, I can't do this. And you watched Super M's song first, which was just yeah. completely different. <laughs> it was, wasn't it uh, We Go 100? Yeah, I think it, yeah, I think yeah. it was. So I was going hundred just fine, and then crying, and you were crying while going hundred. <laughs> Watch them out of order. But anyways, losing you is praised for showcasing one of all around talent as a vocalist, a songwriter, a composer, and a producer. The lyrics of the song truly tug at the heartstrings. One O beautifully expresses his love and gratitude towards his fans who never left his side. He sings about raising an army to protect his fans when that is exactly what we did for him. Because mm-hmm. he, he sings about losing me is better than losing you. And we're like, absolutely not. <laughs> it was wonderful so we rewatched this music video which i was trying really hard not to cry just saying um what were your thoughts watching this again i had forgotten just like how beautiful that music video is like the lighting the black and white the rain the water the abs all of all of it it was (laughs) yes um but I think it was really important that he released this song specifically first, because mm-hmm. I think it really establishes him as an a soloist, you know, because obviously with Monster X, we know they can do hype. We know they can dance. We know they can perform. We know that they can sing too. But as a soloist, you have to like be able to carry the whole song with your voice on its own. And I think that doing more of a ballad to start off with, even if it wasn't the title track, but it just the opening of his career. I think it was like the perfect song. And obviously the message and everything goes with it was even more perfect. So all the right moves were made for the song. And it just was stunning. I remember like screenshotting and like looking at gifs of this. And it was, it's just like one of the most beautiful videos. So it's very, very good. He did such a great job with it. And I remember thinking that he he decided to do this song in English because he didn't want to be... He wanted to be very clear about mm-hmm. how he felt. Because a lot of the fight was coming from an international 
Mom Bebe's, like a lot of it was coming, like the constant trending of of different hashtags every single day and stuff was being pushed very hard by international fans, as mm-hmm. well as like the Korean fans were on top of it too, because they were out doing the protests in places we couldn't be at. They were right. at the building, they were doing all kinds of stuff in Korea where we couldn't be a part of that. Um, so he went with English to really be very clear about how he felt about like everything that Mon Bebe's did for him and then what his fans are continuing to do for him. Um, I said, even now this song makes me emotional. I was like, we worked so hard to not let what was happening be swept under the rug because everyone was so scared that if we stopped talking about it, then people would forget about it. And then Bono would just disappear into the background, which was never going to happen. Well, and this was this was all before a lot of things came up later yeah. that did end people's careers, despite if it was true or not. So, I mean, yes. thankfully... Mon Bebe's kept fighting. Yes. And he was able to like still have a career because that that didn't happen for everyone. That doesn't happen for everyone, yeah. Yeah, so the fight was there, which is good. I wasn't going to let it go, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um the way Wano feels about his fans, I think is something special. Like it gives you that feeling that no one will ever love me as much as Wano loves me because I honestly feel that way. <laughs> Um, it feels genuine it feels very genuine and pure because it's like a different kind of like love that Mm -hmm. you get from like someone that you don't know but like the pure love that he has for winnie is like unmatched unmatched um i said the video kind of has this feeling of wandering around in the dark looking for something until all the lights show up in the end when we like finally found each other i remember watching this video and being like super emotional about the lyrics but that moment when he's being backlit mm-hmm. and like you see all the lights in the distance that look like light sticks mm-hmm. and like they're all like he just starts to get lit up it was one of those like we've been looking for each other this whole time and we finally found each other i think that's when i was like inconsolable sobbing the first time yeah. i watched it but yeah beautiful yes. beautiful man can kill a ballad like no one's business okay so one of first solo ep was then released on september 4th of 2020 with the title track open mind one participated in the writing composition and production of many of the songs on this album i think he only didn't do it for one which hmm. was the english version of open mind gotcha um so open mind it uses a foundation of 80s style wrapped bass and synth to tremendous effect, veering into the electronic music with the occasional distorted vocals and an 808 beat. Wano's vocals on the song are described as hazy over the pre-chorus um, and that they lead to a groovy funk-fueled drop. The lyrics of the song are a bold invitation to a one-night stand, and the track also grooves with an electro-funk current. This is the only song that had, like, a sick review of it. All the rest of his music doesn't have anything like that. Oh, okay. So the notes get short later. But anyways, it was a major 180 from Losing You where you're crying and now we're moving to Open Mind where he's trying to invite you to have an open mind while they have a one night stand and my invitation is yes. <laughs> C- 
coming. Anyways. Um, yeah, if you didn't get the concept of the song, you you don't have, you know, I don't know. You weren't paying attention. You but weren't anyways, paying attention. Thank you. Um, This is about where I started having a breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> and then continued to have one through the rest of this episode. Um, So what did you think about Open Mind? I didn't write much because like I told you before the podcast, I started, I I write my notes while watching Mm -hmm. and at some point I just stopped writing notes and just watching because (laughs) I thoroughly enjoy this music video. When it came out, we were like, we were broken for a a very long time. (laughs) I could not get over this song and the performances. One Oh, listen, he he does sexy well he does sexy really really well and he he's not shy about it like nope i don't know so it was great that again he started his solo career very seriously with the ballad and telling his message and starting his story but then with the title track the title track you tend to go for a more like you know catchy (laughs) Yeah. performance heavy like, yeah you know that kind of song and this definitely hit all that marks uh yeah. the video's fantastic the styling is the best he's ever had and <laughs> i want to talk specifically about that black shirt that z- that zips up to expose his abs yes the stylist needs a 200% raise for that shirt alone. <laughs> and that was the outfit that he did most of his promotions in. I and it was like my favorite. It yep. was my favorite. Like the Same. the body roll or like the, mm-hmm. you know, swirl roll, whatever it is. And the light that glistened. Everyone was working top tier that day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. They put their all into that. That shot. Yes. So I think this is a good time for a disclaimer. Wano works very hard to achieve how he looks. Oh, yeah. And he's very comfortable with sharing how he looks. And he enjoys how Winnie, the fandom, responds to how he looks. Yes. So we're going to equally talk about how freaking sexy he is. While also talking about how sensational his vocals and his dancing ability are. Because they're all on equal ground. And you can't talk about 1-0 without talking about the glistening abs, okay? Listen, he he didn't do that for you to be not appreciative. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't roll his body and have probably oil, like, <laughs> put on and put that. You think he put that shirt on for you not to look? Nope. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) anyways i'm just appreciating what's in front of me all right just appreciating what he's giving okay but that song slaps like that song oh it's so good that song reached outside of k-pop i feel like like remember colton yeah like oh colton hates yeah freaking (laughs) out about seeing that on tiktok and he was like who is this who is this i mean it was getting the locals Mm-hmm. Which is which is to say a lot because it doesn't happen very often. Exactly. Um, it was good. Oh, it was super good. My first note in here is God one oh is hot. Lol. <laughs> That's my first line. And I was yeah. like the literal whiplash between the emotions of losing you to the sexiness of open mind, which is literally about a one night stand. Exactly. Um. 
And I said, the lyrics are so sexy. I can't. Wano is such a sensational all-arounder. His lyrics are incredible. His vocals are sensual. And his dancing is dangerous. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he he's such a good dancer. Oh, yeah. He's, like, very, very good at everything that he does. And especially for, like, the body that he has. Like, it's not easy to be flexible. He's so flexible. You know, with that kind of body. But he's he's really good. He's, like, very flexible. He's got the hip motions and Mm -hmm. stuff can't anyways uh my notes just get more and more ridiculous as we go along Mm -hmm. um so one oh held his first online solo concert via live by live which i watched this one by the way Mm -hmm. it was great this is where he spent a lot of time talking about camping, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> um, during his show, Wano announced that he would be having his first comeback with a new EP, and then he sang the song Flash, um, which was coming off of his new EP, which he then released the second part. Um, it, was a, it was like a two-parter. So his first EP is a two-parter. This is the second part. So it's called Love Synonym Part 2, Write for Us, which came out on, on February 26th of 2001. With Luz serving as the title track. And then in May, he released a music video um, for the song Ain't About You, which is a song he collaborated on with singer-songwriter Kiara. Um, And then on his birthday, he released a special music video for the song We Need uh, for his fandom, Winnie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I still remember watching his V Live, his very first solo V Live, where he was going to announce the name of his fandom. He mm-hmm. was so nervous. He was trying to light the candle on his cake, and his hand was like shaking. It was the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Aww. Also, wasn't expecting our fandom to be called Winnie because we were hoping for like one baby because that would have been really funny. That would have been cool. <laughs> on brand, but. I am a dar- diehard Winnie. I will accept my name. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, we watched Lose, Ain't About You, and then We Need music video. We also later watched a Ain't About You performance, yes. which he did at his concert. Um, remember watching that and just dying on the spot. Anyways, so Lose, <laughs> what'd you think? Um... I think his voice suits this song and a song like this just so, so, so well. It's soft and sultry and Mm -hmm. his voice is just perfect for that. And then I wrote nothing else because I was (laughs) clearly distracted. Like my, yeah, there's just some songs where my notes just stop because my brain malfunctioned, I guess. I don't know. Um, But I really like the song, obviously um what about you um i said that i really love this song very much i love the beat of the song and then the lyrics are once again fantastic like one is a fantastic lyricist like he does mm-hmm. a really great job especially like even if he like, is collaborating with other writers as well like he does such a good job um i said the visuals and i was like what can i say one is a visual <laughs> yes yes and he then- is I was like, there's so much going on in this video. I was like, so many abs and shoulders, just sexy. This is where I was having a breakdown. I was like, this <laughs> the choreo in the rain, though, so with a bunch of O's. Good. Yeah. Um, and then there's I just want to throw it out a lot to his, of water. Oh my god. I want to throw it out to his dancers, his backup dancers. 
phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Every single video, super, super good. Like, part of the reason I'm dying, like, I'm obviously dying to see Bueno in general in concert, but, like, I also want to be present for the 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 backup dancers because I've heard that people were having an absolute meltdown over the dancers themselves. <laughs> I feel like if you're going to be a backup dancer for one O, like, yeah, you know what I mean? You're, Get it. You gotta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, what about ain't about you? Ain't about you. It was funny. Cause like you just included the performance video at first and then you later, we're like, oh my god, I forgot the actual music video. Why? Why are you exposing me? <laughs> because, because my specific thoughts on... So I was watching the performance and I was like, I know this song very well. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it have a music video? And I'm like, man, I'm crazy. Like, I no, just must is. know this song from the dance challenge. Because when when this song came out, he was doing that dance challenge everywhere. And oh, I yeah. was on it like i was watching i don't I don't care who was in the video with him or where he was doing the video i was watching it mm-hmm. one it's a very catchy song but he was also very catchy he'd lift lift his shirt up every time yep in the performance video he does it specifically sitting down with yeah, yeah. i was <sighs> anyway the, the music video is great <laughs> Kiara is beautiful and her shots were beautiful. Yeah. They clearly filmed them out in like the like Palm Springs desert area. Well, he, or his, his was clearly filmed in Korea and her yeah. part was clearly filmed here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, you know, these were part of the COVID collabs that were happening where everything was kind of filmed separately. Yeah. Um, but it was a great, it was a great video. I really like the song. It's probably one of my favorites. Mm hmm. Um, so one in a white suit, save me. <laughs> like straight out the bat. Um, also, one o English King, straight just straight up. His oh, English yeah. songs are so good. Um, Absolutely. I said that I love the song very much. It's very well written and very like it's sung very well. Kiara is fantastic in this. Her voice and one sound so good together. Oh yeah. Um, I also love the aesthetic of uh, of the video too mm-hmm. very much. It's very good. It's very it's a very catchy, very well done song. Um, do you want to talk about the live performance one now? Or well, wait? I kind of already mentioned my thoughts. Oh, on okay. It, so. Um, I said his outfit and his hair. Oh my god, the back of dancers and the sus- suspenders. I can't. Only took thirty seconds. <laughs> to flash the ass (laughs) i said i can't deal with him in the dad jeans and the sneakers dancing like this and then my last thing in all caps was did one oh just propose to us i thought the same thing i was like well i'm already married but i guess now i'm engaged (laughs) yep i remember when that happened i was like oh my god i'm engaged and like people were buying the ring that was in the thing like you could buy it like yeah like, you could find it because it was just, like, from, like, a normal, like, jeweler retail. People were buying the actual one and they were like, oh, my God. That's commitment. <laughs> and I was, like, low-key wanted to also get it. Just saying. <laughs> he makes me I'm married do- to one He Look, here's me- proof. He literally makes us delusional. Like, he's the reason that my Delulu brain has, like, problems. Listen, there are idols who 
hold the boundary and then there are idols who are like no 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 fall into the delusion <laughs> wano and banchan are the biggest violators of the boundary mm-hmm. it it hurts hurts on the inside but anyways <laughs> we also watched we need which was a special music video that he released for his b-day it was cute it was real cute it was just like him and his i'm assuming his piano player like not piano player but like a producer or mm-hmm. someone uh, or composer and just playing the little keyboard in the Jeep or whatever they were driving. I don't know what they were driving, but mm-hmm. it was adorable. And the lyrics were obviously a huge highlight. Adorable. Um, but I really liked the production of the song. Mm-hmm. The production was super, super good. And it was just cute to see him singing along to it. Cause he'd like, you could tell he'd get, kind of shy about some of the lyrics but like happy like you know what i mean it was cute i need one of us one of those people where he does sexy really well but like his i can't handle like i can barely handle the sexy but i can i can't even begin to handle his adorableness side so yeah. this song, it's like just one with a guy playing the keys, driving around and singing to a song that he wrote for his fans. And I was like, I'm not crying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why does one love for Winnie make me so dang emotional? The literal pure love. I was like, the lyrics sobbing. Those high notes, one please. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally what I wrote. This is where we are. But it was beautiful. Loved it. It was very like early morning drive it was either early morning or like twilight drive yeah um just singing the song looking super precious yeah he's he's a calm down anyways so wano held another online concert called we need love yeah we do on March 28th via Live by Live. During the show, Wano announced again that he would be releasing another comeback in the summer of 2021. And then in June, Wano's American manager announced a new label venture and partnership with BMG. And then both Monster X and Wano would be the first artist to be involved in that new partnership. It was to help with promotions. Um, in the U.S. and then also internationally, I'm guessing. Um, and then Where's that uh, U.S. tour, yeah, waiting. <laughs> I will literally give you all of my money. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Just like saying, he's been international, but I hasn't would hit the U.S. Yet. I would straight go into any kind of fight to get them VVIP tickets. I'm just there saying, I will give them a whole fight. <laughs> I will cut someone. Not really. Not really. Anyways, we don't need to talk about how desperate I am. <laughs> Anyways. It's okay. This is the proper space to vent those thoughts. So <sighs> it's too much to handle. On July 19th, Wano joined the K-pop social media platform called Universe. And then later that month, it was announced that Wano would be making his Japanese debut with a single album to be released on October 27th with the lead single On The Way Embrace. And then as a pre-release, he released a Japanese version of Lose. Um, So we watched the music video for On The Way Embrace. And this is about where I had a full mental breakdown, according to my notes. 
All right. Anyways, what did you think of this one? I've never seen this video before, apparently. I had never seen it either, but it was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a soft and sweet song, and I really liked the addition of the band at the end, Mm -hmm. which they incorporate later on, but I really liked it. Um, I don't know. It was I just I just like thoroughly enjoyed watching it. I just can't explain anything other than that. And and your breakdown, <laughs> I said, um, one oh in his PJs. Okay, adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, oh my god, he's adorable. This is literally a boyfriend one oh music video. Save me. Yes. Who is this man singing to? Is he singing to Winnie again? Save me. <laughs> And then this is where I literally just had a meltdown. I said, oh, my God, he's so cute. I can't deal with this. I'm having a meltdown. 1-0 on the beach. Oh, my God, white shirt and jeans. 1-0 WTF. I can't deal with this. It's too early. Well, I think we know what type of 1-0 you like. <laughs> I what's, think- what's your type, Katie? <laughs> boyfriend one <laughs> i think i had a full like my breakdown started when i saw him on the beach with the leather jacket with the white shirt with the jeans with that like boyfriend motorcycle thing going on and i was like well <laughs> you're like when did i go to, on a trip to jeju with one oh <laughs> Oh, God. And then when he's, like, riding the scooter through the forest and he had, like, the outfit on, I was like, are those the mixtapes I sent you? <laughs> no, he was he was adorable. I he can't. Really I can't. And then he just does, like, another, like, boyfriendy video after this one. Boyfriend Wano. That's where I live, guys. Yes. Um, so then on September 14th of 2022, he released his, wait, 2022, 2020, 2021. I'm all up in the wrong, <laughs> I think. Wrong year. <laughs> wrong year. 2021. Sorry. He released a second EP called Blue Letter with the title track Blue, which we watched. Thoughts. <laughs> yes. Um, I put, this is so different for him, but I actually really love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it at the time as well. Uh, specifically, like, the fast singing in the co- oh, yeah. in the chorus. I love it. It just suits him so well. Plus, just him being a football player in Letterman Jacket. I was like, is this when I was an audition for Riverdale? <laughs> yes. Because... <laughs> Because to be yes. honest, he's probably the same age as the people playing uh, teenagers in Riverdale. I'm just saying. I mean, truth. <laughs> truth. Like, is he too ripped and too adult to play a high schooler? Nope. Yes. But does that. Yes, but uh, no. Well, yes. But like for Riverdale standards, no. No. Not for Riverdale. Um, But it, it's just, it shows a different side of him. Mm-hmm. Right? So we get to see the the very soft um you know ballady one oh we get to see the real sexy one oh we get to see the boyfriend one oh <laughs> and now with this it's kind of like i don't know more playful like mm-hmm. but still sexy but like in a more like fun way i don't know more mainstream one oh <laughs> yes um your thoughts <laughs> Do you have another breakdown for this one too? <laughs> yeah, I think I did. Um I said high school high school football 10 
His hair when he's in the football outfit, I can't deal. And then I spelled can't wrong. Um, I said, oh, I'm okay. crying. <laughs> like, I'm crying. Football 1-0. I was like, this song is so good. I love the click- the quickness of the lyrics during the chorus is phenomenal. Um, I love 1-0 and his dancers. Like, they're too much. They're super mm-hmm. good. And I was like, oh, look, more dancing in the water, abs. <laughs> Dude. I put it I put it somewhere. There were like four songs in total yeah. where he's dancing in water. Yep. It's a brand at this point. Yeah. And I, I said Fair Monster is too. So that's true. I said I need to hear this song at a concert, ASAP. And then I then it's just me begging Wano to come to LA, even though no one's gonna read this. It says Wano, please come to LA, please, in all caps. <laughs> um No, but I wanna hear this song live. Like, in person. Because there's, like, the part where it's clear that you're supposed to, like, sing with him. And I want to do that. No, I agree. It's... Um, I feel like people were kind of mixed on this song when it came out. But I genuinely liked it a lot. I love the song. And I said the fireworks and the adorableness are too much. And then there's also a theory that this song, with the way that the fireworks are, connects to a Monster X song. Because it has a similar looking like background from like the other a different angle with the same fireworks. Gotcha. Um, I don't remember which song it is. So if anybody remembers, let us know. Yes. Anyways, then in December, Wano released a Japanese digital single called White Miracle, which he performed during the We Are Young concert, which is a concert he did in Japan. Um, so we watched uh, White Miracle the from this concert, so it's like the live version. Um, pretty sure you only wrote a couple of notes from this because you were too distracted. <laughs> I didn't know that it was in Japanese. That's how much I didn't pay attention to Because <laughs> I had told you before the podcast, I was like, I was like, yeah. Pretty much all during White Miracle, I didn't hear a thing because I was too distracted by Wano's fan service. Yeah. <laughs> and his smile. Literally, my notes are, not Wano giving fan service live. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love when he does cute choreo. It's so cute. It's so cute. And then I wrote, I missed half the song because I was smiling at his smile. So, Yeah. I, I'm j- I, you said it was a Japanese song, and I was like, what? Is I it? <laughs> I don't even know if I could tell you like what the song sounded like, because I was just so mm-hmm. like entranced by him. <laughs> I said, oh my god, he's so cute. And I said, look at the smile, all in caps. It was like, I'm melting. Yeah. I said, no one in history has ever looked as good as him in a Letterman's jacket. <laughs> it's true. I said That's it. so not my type. I said but it. like, <laughs> I'm sure it is not true, but literally true. I said, oh my God, this, cari- this choreography is so precious. I can't deal with this cuteness. His backup dancers are so effing adorable. That ending heart. Oh my God. When they did the heart all together. Yeah. Like, a small heart and then the big one. I was like, I'm freaking melting. It was cute because you could see that, like, like obviously he was smiling and laughing, but, like, they were too. It was so cute. It was adorable. 
Anyways. Oh, yes. Oh, no. That's a different song. Never mind. Um, I thought I had more notes. I didn't. <laughs> so, Buono started it off 2022 strong with his first single album, Obsession, because feel a little called out just saying he made me <laughs> obsessed with him it's not my fault yeah um uh it was released on february 16th so it was an after valentine's day special mm-hmm. uh with the title track eye on you um which we watched which i have to say like when you pay real close attention to this you're like mm, am i being called out for my low-key stalkerish vibes <laughs> I mean, you're not like I'm not stalking Korea him. and no, stalking one oh. So no, I'm just fine. not. It's not stalker vibes, really. It's just more like obsession. <laughs> I'm kidding, sort of. We are observing the content that he is putting out. That's I'm all. only observing the stuff that he lets us have. Like exactly. any of the we stuff are... that he posts on social media, I'm consuming it. Am I traumatized by seeing him double cheeked up on a Sunday morning? Yeah. But yeah. do I like it immediately? Of course I do. Got to yeah. give him the numbers. He deserves does, them. <laughs> does the algorithm know to put his uh, posts first at the top of my feed when I open Instagram? Yes. That's... Yes. I'm just trying to show my love and affection for the man that I just love. I do. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we watched Eye on You. How did you feel about this one? <laughs> I put Dark one I can't decide whether I... <laughs> <laughs> like blonde one is my favorite or black haired one is my favorite it's a hard choice i have to say because i'm sure he's done other colors but like in terms of his solo career he he f- f- like swaps back and forth between really dark hair or like bleach blonde mm-hmm. um hair but i like the dark hair i like mm-hmm. the dark hair um i put i seriously love the way his videos are made Especially this one. They're slightly over the top in the editing, but it's, like, perfect. Yes. Like, it suits it so well. Like, the like if there's a flicker, there's, like, a, like a flicker in the song. There's a flicker of uh, something on screen. There's, like, so many overlays and, like, effects and cuts. And it's just, especially with this video, if you watch it, you're just, like, half of that was unnecessary, but it actually, like, makes it. Like, you can feel... You feel like you're seeing the music yeah. in the video, if that makes sense. It's beautiful. Um, I always have to do the little eye movement that he does yeah. with the hand over the eye yeah. um, for eye on you, even if he doesn't do it. I think he does it like once or twice in the video. But am I doing it every time when I'm seeing it in the car? Yes. <laughs> just I just did it the you. other day. I was listening to it the other day in the car and I was like, I got my eye on you. <laughs> Just like my mom's probably like, what the heck are you doing? But <laughs> I can't not do it. Yeah. Um, and then I also put this is Wano's audition for Winter Soldier. Obviously, yeah, he could be my Captain America. He, yeah, or he could be my Winter Soldier. I mean, whatever. I'm just with the winter background and like the way he was dressed. I was like, he looks like Winter Soldier. Like, I was like, he's Bucky, basically yeah. at this point. I prefer Wano, so. That's just that's just a personal preference. <laughs> um, I said, "Oh Lord, dark sexiness." That's how we started out. I was like, "Yeah, he does. He has his eye on me." <laughs> I was like, "These lyrics, though," and I was like, "And we are shirtless." Help. <laughs> um, 
I said obsessive love indeed because it's like what the lyrics are about, right? It's basically about like someone having an obsessive love. Yeah. At this point, like keeping their eye on you and like never letting you go. And I was like, this is a little scary, but also. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I said the choreo is so good. The vocals as well. And then I love the like intermittent glowing eyes thing where he's like raised by werewolf by wolves or something. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, anyways, I said keeping with the momentum of releasing new albums multiple times in one year. Yeah. One <laughs> O released his third EP called Facade on June 13th with the title track Crazy, and this album also included a Korean version of White Miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, so we watched Crazy. But thank I almost forgot about the song. Because, like, when it started, I was like, crazy. Do I know crazy? And then it started playing. And I was like, oh, my God. I love this song. This mm-hmm. has probably my favorite performance mm-hmm. of it. Um, one on a bull is too much. <laughs> I also have a comment about that. Him whispering, I want to make you crazy is also too much. Yeah. Uh, but the dance break is like my favorite part. Like yeah. to me, genuinely, like I, I think I watched all the stages for this song for this era because the performance was just so freaking cool and mm-hmm. the the beat and like the way that they would use um, vocal lines that were like distorted as the music for the dance break was super cool. Like it's just like my favorite part. I want to go. I want to go crazy. Like like that. <laughs> When listening to it, I don't know. I don't dance, but if I did, I would dance at that part. How about you? I said this song is coming in so strong right out the gate. Um, also, Wano playing a guitar. Hi. Yeah. Um, I also felt like this felt like a continuation off of Eye on You because he's wearing one of the same outfits from the previous music video. Uh, well, it's probably got similar theme. Yeah, right? I think it's obsession, a con- crazy, yeah. facade, you know. Yeah, because it's moving from like being obsessively like keeping your eye on the other person to just moving into just absolute craziness. Um, and then I just have abs all in caps because that's what's happening a lot. And I was like, is he riding a mechanical bull WTF? I had a little <laughs> bit of a meltdown. Yeah. Right then. Um, and then there was more dancing in the rain, which we love. Um, and then I said, what even is the ending of this video? I was like, what? They just go hard. Yeah, it was very good. No, like the ending with like the, the face and the sky and then the mouth opens. I was like, what is happening? Oh, yeah, you're right. I remember I remember watching that and going, damn, huh? they spend half the budget on that one scene. On that like, one that CGI some, part? Yeah. That was, one, that was some good CGI for that yeah. one, like, two second clip i was yeah okay like, into a storyline that we never got to or <laughs> i don't know um okay and then from june 3rd to july 24th Wano um was set to appear in his first musical with equal a um a work a work that reflects on today's chaotic times due to pandemics and conspiracy theories set in the 17th century Europe where witches and, and heresy uh, hunts were, ran- were rampant. 
Um, It is a two-person play that captures the metaphor of the COVID-19 era with the desperate desires and twisted fates of Nicola and Theo, two friends driven by the fear of death and extreme loneliness. Wano performed as Theo, a bright and colorful country doctor who struggles to save his friend Nicola, who is dying from an incurable disease. Um, Wow, I didn't know he did that. I did know he was in a musical. Um, hmm. I saw clips, like pictures of him from it. I wanted to see. I wish I could have seen it in person. No, I bet it would have been so good. Um, but I, you know, I'm really like that's really hard because doing a musical and like doing performances and stuff and acting, those are all very different sets of skills, which we've talked totally. about with like other artists who are like, I don't want to do acting, I don't want to do musicals and stuff because it's a different set of skills. Mm-hmm. Um. Because, like, doing a performance and stuff, but, like, is one thing. But then remembering your lines and your lyrics for songs while also acting stuff out and having to be bigger with your um, body language and your facial expressions and how you express yourself on stage is very different from having, like, a concert. Yes. Right. Because, I mean, some of those are a shared skill set, but they're not the same. So it's incredible to think that, like, as amazing as 1-0 is on, like, performance-wise and vocally and, like, how he does stuff for his different performances as a, like, singer, but, like, how incredible it is that he was able to, like, get a lead role and be one of two people Mm -hmm. that lead this. So... Love it. It's just good that he, you know, is trying new things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so on July 6th, Highline announced that Wano would be going out on his first European tour, which we don't live in Europe. Wano. We don't. <laughs> um, Wano performed in multiple cities in three different countries from late August to early September. Shout out to Becky who is friend of the podcast, made our podcast art. She and her mom went to see one in London. Gracious as she is, sent me tons of videos and pictures from his performance. And I'm telling you right now, I will die if I do not see him live. Yes. Like the fan. He has to make his way over here. The fan service is just on a different level. And like his performances were so good. And I was like, Becky, why did he take his shirt off? Like, it's off again. No, it's back on. It's off again. <laughs> He's allergic to shirts. Yeah, and she said that it was so good, and he got, like, so emotional during it, because I think oh. his, I think it was the his anniversary was at the oh, same time. Right. Too. It was so good. I'm just like, or his birthday. I can't remember. Ugh. Tears. Tears of happiness. Yes. But anyways, on August 19th, Wano released a promotional single called Don't Hesitate through Universe Music, which is part of the K-pop social app Universe. So he released Don't Hesitate. I have very small amount of notes for this because I think it was too distracted. I actually have semi, semi-decent notes. Okay. I put, it was really well made for a music video for the Universe app. Mm-hmm. Like, fair enough, they post it to YouTube and stuff as well. But it's not like a fully promoted title track, but budget was on par with yeah. his regular videos. So uh, I put this song would be perfect in a club. 
not that I know what that means because I don't go to clubs, but <laughs> it just has like the the vibe and sound of what I would assume would be at a club. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shot with the glitter on the car where he like hits the hammer on the car and the glitter like goes in slow motion. Oh, beautiful, beautiful shot. Oh my God. Um, and then that theater that he's in, in the later half of the music video, I put that theater has been in so many music videos and yet I never get sick of it because it looks so good and they really know how to light it. I don't know. I can't explain it, but the lighting of the theater and the seats, it's just stunning. Yeah. So I, I you know, as much as I'm like, oh, I've, I can name like four videos that that theater has been in, but like, I'm never sick of it. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? I said the eye contact dark haired one is like a different vibe. I just yes. want to throw that out there. And I was like, and I'm here for this choreography. That was all I had. Uh, it's a really good song. It's for, really good for a universe. I mean, that's not to say that like the universe uh, songs aren't as good, um, mm-hmm. but it's not a title track. So you assume that it's maybe not going to be as good as a title track, but this one really is. Mm-hmm. It's very, very good. Um, And then last but not least um, on October 14th. So just recently about a little over a week ago, Wano released his second single album called Bittersweet with the title track Don't Regret. So I actually, this was the first time I'd ever watched this music video was right now because I didn't mm. watch it. Um, that was, it was something. Uh, mm-hmm. So what did you think of his latest music video? Um, I really liked it when it first came out and I was very excited to watch uh, his live performances and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, one O vocal King. Uh, the chorus is so damn good. And this would sound amazing live. Ugh. You know, it would the way yeah. that it's the way that it's sung. Like you can hear, I could practically hear a stadium full of people singing. It's with him. Yes, totally. Um, was he holding like a Motorola flip phone at one point? Uh, probably. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, <laughs> like what year is it? I know we're obsessed with this whole like Y2K era, but I was like the the rest of the video doesn't feel that way. So why randomly <laughs> he just like flips a phone out. <laughs> I was like, it's like is that a razor? What? It was so strange. It was like even earlier than a razor. Oh my god, like it was old like school? yeah, like where the battery is like on the out like it has that like bulge on the oh. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's real old school. Um, lost my place. Okay, one o running. That scene where he was like just absolutely like running like his life depends on it. I was like, oh, <laughs> intense. One o, you did not have to run that hard. Yes, he did. He's like, don't worry, guys. I'm gonna get my workout for the day. Ready? <laughs> just cardio. <laughs> uh, and the band and the fire looked amazing and then i put i think this might be my favorite song oh yes i mean i to be to be honest i feel like that kind of like with every comeback i'm like this is my new favorite song but the vibe of this one is just very different to what Mm -hmm. he's put out so far um i really like the addition of the band 
not to say that I like want him to go into like full rocker status, but I just really like the sound. Like he does the kind of like EDM club stuff really well, but I really like this vibe too. And it's the same with um, On The Way. It kind of has mm-hmm. the different vibe with the band being there. So yeah, I mean, we didn't watch this specifically, but I did want to mention his actual performances for like music shows. He kept everything very, very, very simple. Oh, nice. So in terms of set, there was pretty much no set and just the LED screen and him and a mic. Wow. And like, that's it. And at first I was kind of like, yo, what are they slacking on the budget? Like even his first performance, because, you know, typically like the first one, they'll go super grand. And then as as the week goes on you see the sets getting smaller and smaller (laughs) um but he had like next to nothing and i was kind of like why are y'all skipping out on the budget but then someone in the comments wrote like they feel like he did that on purpose to specifically have you focus on his singing oh for this it's a more stripped down performance and i think that that that's actually perfect yeah. Because it's a good song and it carries its own and he does a great job. So, what about you? Um, I said the song is very like dark and emotional, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I said the song is about a relationship that didn't end well, but not regretting the time you spent with that person. Um, there was like this random part where there was animation and I was just like, ooh, animation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Um, I said what o kills ballads every single time Mm -hmm. like he does it very very well so i felt like this was very ballady like um we also watched one live performance of this song um Mm -hmm. it was like a one one the k um live clip so what did you think of that one because that one was also very stripped down just like it sounds like his other performances it was him like on a rooftop in an apartment. Um, it was very pretty. I liked that a lot as well. Um, because it felt emotional and it it felt just very focused on him mm-hmm. and his singing. Um and it was very soft, you know, like the the lighting and the set was all very soft and kind of bright at the same time even though the video is obviously very, very dark and muted. <laughs> yeah. But it kind of offers you, like, a different version of that, I guess. So, yeah. I said his vocal, his voice is so perfect live. Um, I was having a hard time dealing with all of the eye contact with the camera. I was like, can you not? <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, and then at one point when he switched to being on, like, the rooftop, I was like, oh, his sweater is see-through. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it was very stretched in certain uh places. <laughs> he's got a big chest, okay? Well, um, his back too, yeah, his back. He's got buff back. Um man doesn't skip arm day or back day no. or chest day. Oh, day. I also forgot to mention this song is definitely more in his lower register, which mm-hmm. we don't get to hear very often. A lot of his songs are more in his upper register. Mm-hmm. Uh but his voice sounds beautiful in that lower register, and I I oh, yeah. want to hear more of that. Yeah, same. Um, 
did say like imagine being in one of those homes like wherever it was that he was filming and you're just, i was like, thinking that too you like look out and you're like who is this dude that's singing on a rooftop and then you're like is that one oh <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah because it was in like a busy it was like area a, it was in like a residential neighborhood or whatever exactly i was just like imagine looking outside and be like god what's all that racket and you're like is that one of <gasps> super random sidebar did you ever see the clip on tiktok of someone's ring camera capturing stray kids performing on a street no in like a residential area <laughs> it was legitimately someone's they were like doing a performance video like in the middle of a street in a residential neighborhood and someone's ring camera <laughs> That is the greatest like, thing that's ever happened. You could happened. see the crew. You could see them. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I was cackling about how people were like, whoa, is that straight kids like at a random car wash? And then it all made sense later with like yeah. case 143. One, we were like, exactly. oh, they filmed the damn music video in LA again. <laughs> Sidebar. So we also watched the It's Live, like live band version of Somebody which was like amazing like we because even with the don't regret video like it was very produced even though it was live but mm-hmm. this one where he was like performing like it's like legit live live oh yeah yeah like you could hear him breathing into the microphone and all that stuff and like he has some sensational live vocals and honestly like this song sounds a thousand times better with a live band also, sometimes I, I forget when some people sing completely in English and you don't even think about it. <laughs> like, that song was all English. <laughs> I, I didn't even know. I didn't, yeah? Yeah, didn't realize. But I love the It's Live performances because, oh, like too. you said, you, you get the true, like, raw mm-hmm. performance. Um, and his register is so high in this, but he's so consistent. Like, it really can't be easy to sing as high as he does, especially in the song. He he makes it seem so effortless. Like, just mm-hmm. how, that's just how good he is. Like, everything he does is just, like, he puts a lot of time and effort and work into it, and that's very obvious, but he does it so well that he makes it seem so effortless. Like, he doesn't mm-hmm. even have to try to just to be amazing. Yeah. No, it was, it was a good performance. Very good. And he was, he was like kept laughing and stuff at the end. It was, I was like, you stop. I was like, you're so cute. Um, That's why I was, I was dying over like when Jesse interviewed him on Showterview mm-hmm. because you were literally watching her just fall in love with him over just that 40, like 30 minutes of the interview or whatever we got to see. Exactly. Because literally same. Because she was like the way he was acting, and she's just like, "You're so cute," and we're like, "Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome." Um, we also watched a. <laughs> I don't know why I put this. I think it was just because his like the clip on the like the 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 art for the front, like mm. the the cover for the video. Thumbnail, we watched yeah. "Come Over Tonight," uh, an M Countdown performance. <laughs> no, thank you for including this. You're welcome. Yeah, I I put immediately, how dare he? (laughs) (laughs) Body rolls while saying come over tonight is not fair. (laughs) No, it's really not. Like, he literally is just making eye contact, body rolling, come over tonight. And I'm like, stop it. (laughs) And you're like, I am there. (laughs) I will be there. (laughs) 
<sighs> yeah. No, it was great. I'll, I'll, there was just a stunning uh, set, too, because it started off with the whole, like, misty, foggy moon star thing. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It was beautiful. Fantastic. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Um, I said, good God, this outfit. Because he's wearing, like, a suit, but, like, his shirt is, like, tight and see-through. It's like a mesh. Yes. Business. And, like, the part where he, like, throws it on. He's like, come up tonight. And he's, like, got the jacket. That's what I'm saying. I was, like, also having a hard time because all the backup dancers were doing the same thing. And those girls were beautiful, too. Very true. I was like, how am I supposed to focus on this song? I was like, this song is so lovely and sensual. And I was like, a classic example of how the choreography does not go with the song. (laughs) Because if you, like, listen to it or, like, read the lyrics or whatever, like, it's supposed to be a very, like, lovely, like, will you come over tonight, spend time with me, I miss you, or whatever. Not, like, body roll, like. come over tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And then I ended my notes with a giant all caps yes i will come over (laughs) yeah anyways that is all we watched which is not even a great a great watch it was phenomenal i love i love one oh i love how i love his performances i love his vocal ability the way he writes songs and composes them i love the fan service that he does i love how much he loves his fans. I love how much I love him. Um, I will protect this man until I die. I will come after anyone who tries to come after him. I hope we've bullied some of you into checking out 1-0. Please, please do. Please give him a chance. Like His solo stuff is phenomenal. He was amazing with Monster X. Um, so even go back and watch old Monster X stuff to check out how he was with the whole group. And then don't ask me to watch the Find You live performances because I will never. Fair enough. Yes. Um, If you hear about a U.S. tour being announced, just know that we are self-combusting and dropping money. And <laughs> we'll be spending all of my money to get them VVVVVVIP tickets. <laughs> Um, I was talking to some friends yesterday about how I'm pretty sure that Wano gives the best hugs. I don't I don't even want to think about it. I don't I'm just saying, like with that with the big huggable oh, arms and the tiny weight, like just can't He was like back hugging one of the girls in one of the videos. I forget what video it is, and I immediately was like, That probably feels so nice. And then I was like, <laughs> And on that note, we're going to end this podcast because I have to go to my sister's birthday dinner and I the, we also need a cold shower after watching this much one a little bit in a, in, a, <laughs> in a row. So that's going to wrap up this week's episode of You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop or the Lust After 1-0 show. I mean, that's what it could be, too. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> um, the show notes for this episode and every episode can be found on our website, anchor.fm forward slash loving K-pop podcast. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using our handle at loving K-pop pod. If you want to chat with us in real time, you can join our Slack workspace or our Discord server, uh, which we share with our network. Invite links for those are included in our show notes. Or feel free to send us an email about 1-0 at lovingkpoppod at gmail.com <laughs> don't forget to rate review and subscribe to this podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify google play and basically every other podcast app and be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows on the geek to geek media network and don't forget to visit geek to geek to find out more info on all of our network's podcasts streamers and bloggers 
And until next time, bye. bye. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games! Star Wars! Comics! Movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu, Keanu Reeves, New, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu.